I just wanted to get you all in and standing. I actually remembered to have you stand right away. Jemiah, no, no, no uh, hope today. <laughs> Psalms 24 reads, The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, the world and those who dwell therein. 
for he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? He who has a clean hand, he who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to what is false and does not swear deceitfully, he will receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek the face of the God of Jacob, Selah. Father, we just come before you this morning, Lord, so thankful to be a part of the family of God. Lord, wherever that may be, wherever all your people this morning are raising up their hands and lifting up their hands to worship you, to glorify you this day. And Lord, I just thank you that we can be a part of the broader family of God. It's not just this group of people here, Lord, but your saints all over the earth, Lord, as they praise and glorify the God who is the Lord of their life. Lord, I thank you that we can be a part of that. And Lord, I just pray that as we, as we seek you this morning, Lord, that we'd remember that what is given to us, we return to you. It is not of ourselves. It is nothing that we have of ourselves, but it is because of you and what you have given. And Lord, I just want to glorify and praise you this morning for that. And we thank you, Lord, for being such a God of mercy and love and grace and the Savior of our lives for the blood that we have that cleanses us from all unrighteousness. And we thank you and praise you this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. And as any time on Sunday mornings, if you have a testimony or a praise or a prayer request, feel free to share that. And, and it's always an encouragement to me to hear what God is doing in your lives throughout the week. sorrow, dead in my sin, lost without hope and no place to Oh my 
laid on a criminal cross. Darkness rejoiced as though heaven had Must have been a long week, or a short week. <coughs> you know, this, um, I don't know if you guys remember, oh, it would have been probably over a year ago, I had shared a, a testimony about, yeah, you guys probably wouldn't remember. Um, I had gotten kind of upset at a guy I was working with, um, and... I had kind of yelled at him and hollered at him, and God really convicted me about that. And I, my truck had gotten stuck. It was my fault, and I had gotten upset with him because he was, wasn't paying attention to me while pulling me out. And I had gotten upset with him, and then God really convicted me, and I went back to him, and I really just asked, his, asked him for his forgiveness and just told him that it was me. It, wasn't, it was nothing he had done. That was kind of hard. I... I didn't know why God convicted me in that way to go back. It wasn't like it was that bad or anything. You know, I could have walked away and not been guilty, but yet, it, yet I was guilty. And that young man has lost his mother in the last year. Um, I worked with him quite a bit, and for about six months, he sent me a verse every day after that. And last night, he called me in tears. And I knew some things that had been going on in his life. I knew some, some stuff that had been going on. And he just called me last night in tears and asked if we could meet up. He said, I need, I need help. 
That's what God does through our own brokenness. It's nothing to do with me. I'm not saying I'm something better or anything. But it's through our brokenness that God builds up his people. And sometimes if we're willing to humble ourselves, others feel confident to come to ask for help. And can we be there for him? I want to be. And as overwhelming as it looks to me, at the same time, I'm excited to know what God is doing in a young man's life. And I look forward to being able to um, pray and walk with him in this life that we have before God.
forward to that day and the song we sing after this is in a moment and that's exactly what it will be.
Stand for this last song. <coughs> I was going to do this before, but I guess I'll ask this now. What is the meaning of hallelujah? Praise to the Lord. Praise, to the Lord. Praise the Lord. Is that what like is that what the Google definition or Webster definition? I'm old. What the Webster definition of that word would be? I'm sorry, say that again, Steve. That it means praise the Lord? I was, I was hoping somebody would Google this, so thank you, Phil. <laughs> I was going to do this before. I was going to look. Yeah, Google is always right, you know. It says God be praised. God be praised. So we're going to stand before the throne and sing God be praised. Is that our heartbeat? Is that what, our, is that what will be in our hearts? I hope it is. If, if salvation is of ourselves, well, we won't be there in the first place. But if we are there, that's who we're going to look at and say, it is because of you, and we're going to sing, God be praised. In a moment, everyone falls silent To hear the mighty trumpet split the eastern sky Just imagine the king of all creation Riding through the heavens Returning for his bride Hallelujah, hallelujah Hear the sound of heaven ring Hallelujah, hallelujah All the earth
All right, while you're still standing, I think there's some birthdays this month, right? Are they special numbers again? Do you have do you have the birthdays, Derek? Just not there. Turn 18, Jay? Huh. Good luck tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I forgot my own son's birthday was this month. Sorry, Blake. I know. He was my tax deduction. I was determined to happen at the end of the year. <laughs> so we got Michael. Michael, you're what? 10? 14? Okay. Nathaniel, you're turning 16. Oh, he's not here? Oh, okay. Okay. Um, oh, and Abigail's, oh, wow. Um, Deanna. <laughs> that is the best way to have it. I like it when I can't remember how old I am, because then I, then I feel so young, you know, I, it's wonderful. Just this week, I had my boys calculate how old I was, because I couldn't remember if I was 35 or 36, so they calculated it out, and they're like, yeah, you're 36, Mom. And, okay. <laughs> and I got to, I got at 60, I'll be just like, hey, you're 60. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's sing happy birthday. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear list, happy birthday to you, may the good Lord bless you, may the good Lord bless you, may the good you and keep you, happy birthday to you. Blake, you're supposed to applaud for the others that had a birthday and sing for the others. It's not all about you. <laughs> Even though Lukey pretty much made it about you. <laughs> all right. Can the children come forward? I'm not going to do this. You're not going to have me sing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, here. Back up. Oh, please sing. Please no, sing I'll with them. They down. would love to. Yeah, they'd love it. I knew it. See, this is why I was going to sit down. And this is why I decided there's no way, Jose, I'm going to try to play instruments. If, you got, if the Chiltons are here, no way. You have a list. It's getting better. I think maybe I should sit down and you all lead singing. Hmm. Okay. Which one is it this morning? Or how, what's on the list? Huh? Okay, Rowan, what you got? Rejoice in the Lord always? 
Yeah, so you it's do it in a round? Yep. yep. Okay, so why don't we have, hmm, we're going to need more singers on this side. They'll do it? They'll get it? Okay. So you guys, we'll sing this through first the first time, and then we're going to split up after that, and we'll have this side echo what this side and the kids sing. Okay. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice, and again I say rejoice. So hold up, you're going re. How are you doing it? I'm not. I sing it different than you do. Always and again I say rejoice, rejoice in the Lord. Always and again I say rejoice, rejoice in the Lord. Always and again I say rejoice, rejoice in the Lord. Always and again I say rejoice, 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 rejoice. And again I say rejoice. Sorry, I was. You sing it. How do you? How do you sing rejoice? Rejoice, rejoice. See, you're doing a. You're going an up and down. I'm not used to that. It's too complicated for me. I just. I just hold the note. I'm simple. It's an. Twelve men went to spy, and you've done this before to me, haven't you? The whole way. I love it. All right. Uh, well, I got to remember how this goes. To spy on Canaan, and we ran into were good. We were bad, and we were good. Okay. You guys. I like this idea much better. Wow. Rejoice. <laughs> you know, like, oh, you got to do 10 men with like the spy and cane. Okay, you guys do it again. Like, like we did the dance. All right. 10 men See, you guys got to write all these words down for me and hand them to me with a nice typed out thing for me. You like to speed it up. I know you go. Okay. Okay. So I, I got one for you now. Uh, did you ever do thumb, somebody special? Okay. You got to watch Saretta for the motions. I'll try to get them. God made me somebody special. Somebody special, yes siree. God made me somebody special, somebody special, yes siree. He knows each time I need him. He hears my humble prayer. He sees when things 
things get hairy and all it can feel is defeat. God made me somebody special, somebody special, yes siree. God made me somebody special, somebody special, yes siree. It's just a play on words. I like Dom. He's up here like, what's wrong with my thumbs? <laughs> All right. What's the next? Oh, I see how this is. Add. Okay, you get two more, so you're going to have to choose wisely. Is your reading illegible? <laughs> Are you reading? I mean, you're writing. Okay, <laughs> uh, what you got? Away in a manger? It's close enough. Away in a manger, no crib for a bed. The little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head. The stars in the sky looked down where he lay. The little Lord Jesus asleep on the hay. All right, next. I gotta, I'm going to have to come up. Next time, I, you know, I'm going to have to come up with one song I'm just going to have with me just so I can, like, that was all I could come up with this morning to, to try to get you guys on one. What you got? John? You guys all know this one, right? Oh, what's this? Okay, I got to remember. You guys do this a little bit differently. Too. Get in a circle? Big old circle. Here. I'll join the circle. Here. Come over here. Dom. Okay. Is it still saying the same way Peter, James, and John, right? Peter, James. Oh, this is different. On the way, he has the Lord and out his palms. And this is what Peter did say. Silver and gold have I none. But what says I Walking and leaping and praising God, in the name of Jesus, rise, Nazareth, rise up and walk. Okay, you want to do it again? I want to see the whole thing leap at the same time. That's what I want to see. Okay, so you got that? So the leaping, when you say leaping, you know, you kind of got the idea? So you hear, can you do it, Benny? Leaping. You hear leaping? Okay. All right, you start me off again.
give I in the name of Jesus rise and Nazareth rise I were leaping and leaping and praising God walking and leaping and praising God in the name of Jesus rise of Nazareth rise up and walk much better all right, you guys can sit down here. Thanks. Okay, I have a story for you guys. Um, and this story took place in India. Do you guys know where India is? Um, okay, so I probably won't be able to pronounce these names very good because they are Indian names. Um, Pastor Vampu came to live and work in the village of Mariela. Okay. He passed out gospel booklets and told the people about Jesus, but the villagers were suspicious of him. You have only come to convert us to a new religion, one man told him. The pastor's heart hurt. Unless you know I am their friend, Unless they know I am their friend, they will not believe that what I say is true. What can I do? He agonized. Vampu, or the pastor, I'll just call him the pastor, gave a jar of rice to the hungry widow with four children and visited the sick man too weak to get out of bed. But still the villagers misunderstood the pastor's motives. When he shared about Jesus, the young men rode away on their bicycles and the old women went back to weaving baskets of dried grass blades. Twice, men beat him with sticks. Over time, a few people came to trust the pastor. They listened and believed, and slowly a tiny congregation began to grow. After six years, there were about 40 Christians in that area. Yet, as the number of believers increased, so did their troubles. The village leaders thought that becoming a Christian made one unclean. In their minds, if a believer drew water from a well, that well became polluted. Because of this, women who had received Christ were no longer allowed to fetch water from either of the two village wells. When they came with their water pots, they were driven away with stones and threats. If you draw water from this well, we will beat you, the other women told them. We will punish your children. The pastor's heart ached for the women, and he did not know what to do. Now the women had to walk seven kilometers, which is more than four miles each day just to get water for bathing, washing, cooking, and drinking. As summer approached, water sources dried up and the women had to travel even farther. farther. Early each morning, the pastor watched as the women walked away from the village with large pots balanced on their heads. Young girls from the village came along too, carrying their own smaller jugs. The pastor saw how they walked straight and tall behind their mothers, each with one hand raised to steady the water pot atop her head. And each day, two hours later, he saw the women return, burdened down with up to three gallons of water in their containers. Their sandaled feet raised puffed puffs of dust as they trudged slowly along the edge of the road. But as soon as they set down their burdens, they headed back out into the scorching heat to begin the day's work in the fields. This is not right, the pastor thought. They will soon faint. He desperately wanted to help, but there seemed nothing he could do. Then the pastor began to pray, Lord, give us fresh water nearby. 
Over the weeks, more and more believers joined him as he prayed, Lord, we are needy. Please send water for our families. Not long after they began to pray, a Christian man in a different part of the world had an idea. He wanted to support the drilling of several wells in India. He had not heard of the need of the Christian in, Christians in the pastor's village, but God had put it on his heart. So this man contracted, contract, contracted, contacted, <laughs> this man contacted the ministry. They had never considered drilling, drilling a well before, but the time seemed right for the very first one. One day, a gigantic well drilling rig mounted on the back of a truck pulled into their little town. The two men who ran the rig positioned the truck over the selected spot, raised the boom, and began the drilling. Thud, thud, bang, bang. The sound vibrated through the village and shook the ground. Curious onlookers, groups of men on their way to work in the fields, young boys uniformed for school, and women and girls with water pots atop their heads, stopped to watch. Quickly, the news spread. They're drilling a new well for the community over by the church. Thud, thud, bang, bang. With each thud, the solid steel shaft rose higher up the boom, and with each bang, it fell, driving the metal tip deeper into the earth. Mud and silt poured from the hole. After three days of drilling, the two workers carefully inserted a long tube of casing into the hole. Then they installed a sturdy iron hand pump and poured a cement foundation around it so the water would not become contaminated. On the day of the well dedication, about 200 people came. Believers and non-Christians, village leaders and children, gathered at the church's new well. As the pastor pumped the handle, he put one hand under the spigot and let the cool water run through his fingers. Then he cupped his hand and drank. Ah, oh, it is sweet and pure, he exclaimed. Thank you, God, for giving our village another source of water. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. The Christian men and women lifted their hands in praise. The, women, the children clapped their hands and then ran to splash in the coolness of the water. Welcome to our well, the pastor invited the whole village. This water is for all to drink. Even those who had beaten the pastor and opposed the women were welcome. One of the village leaders stepped forward. But why do you allow us to use your well after we refuse to let you use ours? He asked. It's because of the love of Jesus, the pastor replied. And for the first time, a group of village leaders listened as the pastor told them about Jesus. Today, the Jesus well, as it is called by all the villagers, is a busy place because the other two wells in town now produce only salty water. Every day, about 500 villagers come by the church to draw sweet, pure water. And now, because of the kindness of, pastor, of the pastor and the believers who share this water freely, they come as friends. So this story was not that long ago. So it's um, still going on, but it's a miracle, isn't it? That God brought, he laid it on the heart of a man way far away to come and drill a well in a little tiny town in the middle of India. But that's the kind of God we serve, right? And he's still doing miracles, still loves to answer our prayers, and he cares so much about each one of you, okay? So don't ever, ever forget you are precious to Jesus, okay? You can go back to your seats.
Good morning to each and every one that's here. Glad to have everyone here today. Um, hope you feel at home, and we want to honor and glorify the Lord. Just for the order of the service, um, we have Christopher Sharon with us, the, uh, the Word. And then right after that, uh, we have the, um, Deanna's requested in uh, anointing. And then I think after the uh, message, the, the ministry team will uh, gather around and Brother Phil will take over for that. And then uh, after that, we have communion. And so i um, love for you to be here for that. There is a noon meal plan, so feel free to join, uh, join, join us in that and for the fellowship. Um, just a reminder, uh, prayers the Saturday morning at the 7 a.m. here at church. Anyone is welcome to attend. Also, it looks like our men's Bible uh, and the book, uh, well, The Heart of a Warrior, I guess, that we're kind of going through. Um, if you have anyone else that would like to attend, feel free to come. We'd love to have you and also maybe get with Brother Phil on that. I think without any further announcements, uh, why don't we just bow our heads for a word of prayer and before the message. Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you that you're an awesome God. We thank you again for your son Jesus, for what he's done for us on Calvary. And Lord, I just want to uh, uh, to, to lift our, our brother Christopher to you, Father. Lord, just anoint him with your spirit, give him word to speak. And I just pray that we could all have open hearts and minds, Lord, uh, to hear from you, and Lord, we just want to grow in your word and your love and be, be an encouragement and a blessing to one another. We ask this all in Christ's name, amen. Am I on? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I've never used one of these before. Is it too loud? Is it too loud? Okay. I don't, I don't control it. Okay. 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 Good morning, everyone. I'm Christopher Thibodeau. My wife's here. Anava. Nathaniel and Abigail are with their grandparents this morning. Um, they, they don't see them very often. They came up from Colorado Springs and... We mentioned to them that, um, you know, that we invited them to come, but I think they were just selfish with the time. They wanted the time they had with their kids. They stayed, they come up, staying for the weekend, so they're not here. Um, yeah, let me just kind of ease into things here. So I, uh, 
Actually, I don't feel that bad. I feel pretty, yeah, at peace. Feel at peace. It helps that um, I, I really love you guys. I do, and I feel, you know. Um, God says, um, we know we pass from death unto life when we love those that love God, when we love the brothers, and, uh, you know, those that love God. That's really neat, you know. So I love, I really love God. Um, so you can love, make it easier, not without knowing me to love me, right? Even though you don't, might not know me. And that's how I feel about, like, I feel that, I feel that here. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. Um, we go to some other um, Bible studies on Thursday nights. We rotate between different places. And, um, and then we have some other activities. That's why we're not always here for the other midweek activities. Sometimes it's, uh, we live out in West Fort Collins. It's quite a drive, you know, but... This is where we come to. Where this is really where we feel like just just at home, with um, church people, yeah, with uh, the family of God. Um, yeah, I didn't want. I had written at the top here um, how John the Baptist said he must increase, but we must decrease. That's going to tie into. Um, I'm sure. Um, Something else I'm going to say, but uh, I wrote that at the top, I think, for myself to make sure, uh, to help me, like, if I, to overcome, like, I don't do this very often. I would never do this, you know. I never, you know. I come from church where we'd sit in circles, and it was a lot easier kind of then, you know, like, but um, I was, I was uh, speaking that to myself because, you know, the less, the less we're involved, you know, really, like, the more Christ comes through us, and uh, that's really good, Right? in every area of our life, and, and it caused me to think a little bit more about that, like, what is that? So, Jesus said, amongst men, there is not a greater born, or amongst women, not a greater born than John the Baptist, but they that are in the kingdom of God are greater than he. And then he also said, um, my father is greater than me. You know, Jesus said, his father is greater than himself. And I, um, so it caused me thinking quite a bit that, you know, though John the Baptist was the greatest on the earth, um, in the realm where he's speaking of, in that realm, which, which is going to be very real, very, even the least is going to be greatest. And that is, at least in my understanding, partly because something about our flesh, you know, being in the flesh is, um, it's a hindrance. It's a, it's a, um, but, it, you know, it's God's will, right? The creature was subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who subjected us to hope, right? There's a lot of things in this life, and this isn't what I was talking about, but in our, in our, um, in our own bodies or trials of our own life that we didn't choose, but it was God's will to subject us unto it, you know? The limitations, you know, there's things, it's like there's the spirit within us comes from Christ, right? The spirit within us, right? He's the light that lights every person that comes into the world, I mean, to everyone's spirit. You have a spirit that's more than what we, we you know, we need to like, be set free, you know, by hearing what God says about us, right? But um, the flesh has, I think it maybe has something to do with um, being made of uh, the things of the earth, you know, <laughs> elements of the earth. It has a tendency to, like, gravitate down, you know, towards its, I mean, uh, the biblical words, lust, um, you know, distractions, all these things. But, um, so the more we decrease, seek that, you know, it's like a thing in our life, seek to decrease, the more God will live in us, right? And um, the Bible says a lot about that, right? By the Spirit we do 
put to death the deeds of the body, we will live more, more, in the, more by the Spirit. And that's what we want. And then, you know, it goes along with so many things, like there's nothing to, um, you know, who's going to boast? Are we going to boast in our talents or our, you know, our abilities or our, you know, we're not really, right? We're not supposed to do that. I came to um, places in my life where um, I came, you know, I'd read like, I think we were reading last week, you know, quoting from, from or the week before, um, Paul, you know, he, could bo- he kind of boasted through his lineage and all these things. You know, he had things to boast of if anyone did, but he just said it's all, um, he threw it all away for Jesus, right? And I was like, well, God, I don't even have any of that. I don't have anything, to, you know. What do I even have? And, um, and, uh, and this is probably the same for all. And, and some, I mean, yeah, everyone. Well, open heart. I like. I got an open heart. I got an open mind. God, I just have an. You know, I'm believing in Jesus, but like at that point, like, what do I have? I just have an open heart and an open mind. I just want the, the truth. You know, and I want to. I want to be like not remove the hindrances in the way. You know, religious kind of things that can get in the way sometimes. You know, from, you know, just maybe, allowing God's word to, do what it wants to do. Right. Um, But even that, this goes back to my testimony a long way, that um, even, like, having a love for the truth, like, we can't even claim that, you know? Having a desire for the truth or a desire to seek after God, we don't even say, like, I didn't just wake up or you didn't just wake up say, I want the truth. The Bible says, um, because people did not receive a love for the truth, you can get a multitude of any kind of delusions, right? So the, the positive thing is that, if you do receive the love for the truth, you can get it, right? <laughs> and, right? And, but it comes from God. Like, he initiated. And, like, we also didn't say, I love Jesus. I didn't just, I, I love him because he loved me first, right? And you too. You didn't choose him. He chose you, right? It's true. I mean, that's it. It's like, so there's nothing that leaves, that takes away any. We don't really have much. So I guess it's all by grace, right? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, so I was thinking about, um, you know, Phil asked me if I would share um, a couple weeks ago, and I, sure, I want to be, you know, I come and I receive from, I receive from every one of you, you know, whether in a conversation or, you know, anyone that speaks, right? And through the children's singing was beautiful today. Um, and we know your, your big family when it's here, your big family brought a real, real blessing, you know, the girls singing and stuff. But, um, so, um, my heart was, my mind, you know, turn, often, always, churning with lots of thoughts, you know. Some of them very deep, and some of them very um, high, I'd say, you know. Like, that's, um, that's just kind of where I, that's where I dwell. Um, but partly because I think it's in the open mind of God. I was like, I'm in, I want to understand a lot of, kind of, you know, the, the deep things of God, you know. It's not really the time to talk about me. I've actually thought some of the deeper things may be good for children's lessons. We can start, you know, because we're just like, got to keep them on a simple level. And that's not what we're going to talk about. Some, so, but some things rose rose to the top. And um, so I was saying, okay, I prayed, what would I have to impart? You know, and not even impart, really, but stir up by um, remembrance, something, things that are already in you, and things you are, things, things, things that we know, you know, and anything I say about myself or speak, uh, speaking is for, you know, of course for all of us, so, and I thought of, like, you know, Paul said, I had read the verse, but I 
wrote down the wrong one. So, um, but you know, Paul says things like, um, "I was like, so happy to come to you, that you know, I might impart something to you, but the mutual blessing, the mutual faith of both of us might be encouraged." Um, so, I thought, "What, you know, what do I have to offer?" And I think, well, I have a lot to offer, you know, and so do you, because um, the kingdom of God's inside of me, and the kingdom of God's in you, right? If Jesus Christ, if Jesus Christ is in you, right? That belief, you have the kingdom of God inside of you, right? And it's spoken of as treasures, treasure, right? And um, so um, every, and Jesus said, um, Every scribe that's instructed into the kingdom of heaven is like um, a man that's a householder taking things new and old out of his treasure, right? So I'm like, okay, God, got this. And this is part of what I want to share, basically, you know, to stir us up that, hey, we have such a treasure inside of us, you know? And sometimes if you don't know what you have, if you don't know you have something, you're not going to access it, Right? Right? You don't know you have something, you know, a tool to use that would make things better. You're not going to use it, right? Um, and so just to um, remind us that we have great treasure inside of you and that God will um, help you to bring it out. And in Jesus Christ are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. That's so deep. That's so awesome. In Christ are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. That helped me so long time ago when I come to Jesus Christ, but I had a lot of, um, and I was believing in him, was like, I want to follow you, but I had a lot of, um, had a lot of baggage of stuff I'd been into before, all the reading, you know, just mystical books and just all kinds of everything but the Bible, you know, and they'll talk about, you know, mysterious things, and, and I came across this verse, like, oh, it's all, in, you know, it's all in Jesus. There's nowhere else to go. There's nowhere else we need to go, you know. Um, and so just, you know, I mean, I think we all know that, but, um, you know, we all come to be like Peter, right? And he said, there's nowhere else to go. He has the words of life. And we have this treasure in earthen vessels, and we don't want the, the earthen vessel to get in the way. Right? So that's why the let more we can be humble ourselves to one another. Right? Be humble when someone has something to present. I'm not talking about myself, but just that's how I receive from one another. Receive the treasure that's in each other, that's inside the earthen vessel, you know. Our flesh can get in the way sometimes, you know, and we can we wanna avoid that and we wanna do, do as much as we can to minimize that, right? So it can be more used of God, right? To people that we want that He would have us to minister to. And every one of you, again, has that ability. Like every, you know, I get it in every con- in conversations. You know, um, Jenny sharing her testimony a couple weeks ago when you're baptized. Hey, I le- you know, you're ministering, right? Of the treasure in you. Um, and there's a, a principle of uh, being full of the Spirit. You want to be more full of the Spirit, which we all want to be more full of the Spirit. Um, it seems to be according to, like, that fullness measure could be according to the, um, the size of our container. You know, it could be a little, a little um, cup, a little thimble, or, may, or the more we displace of ourself, the more room for the Spirit that's in, the Holy Spirit to fill us. 
know, the less we're full of our own, it's our own self, our own appetites, our own ideas, our own things, that we make room for God's spirit to, you know, to, to fill us more. So let me turn to a scripture here. And so I was hoping to, um, what the, the, the first thing I was hoping to um, stir up in us or in, you know, in part of something that is in me is, um, I hope I wrote the wrong, right verses, the right, uh, of 1 Corinthians, it's 1 Corinthians 7. Oh, sorry, 1 Corinthians 2. Verses 7 through 13. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, eye has not seen, nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of men the things which God has prepared for those that love him. But God has revealed them for us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man, save the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knows no man but the Spirit of God. Now we, have not rec- no, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. I love this kind of language, because not that I'm um, saying I'm up here trying to talk in mysteries or reveal mysteries, but... It, tell, it speaks to us that there is, there is mystery in the word. There is. And even says Paul, we like to think, sometimes we think that, oh, it's all just so just, so just plain right there. And there is a plain aspect, right? There's 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold of the world. There's a plain aspect of things that we just need, you know, that change our life. Repent, you know, believe. That's the beginning. Be baptized. But Paul is saying that, in the way he's he's speaking, some of the things he's speaking, he's speaking of other deeper things that are there, also mysterious things. And then another witness of that is Peter saying, our beloved brother, you know, Peter says, also Paul writes in his all of his writings things hard to be understood, you know, and um, and I'm saying this in way of encouragement because that excites me. That excites me. Like um, Paul also says, if anyone thinks he knows anything, he doesn't know anything as he ought to. Right, and this is kind of what I'm trying to like, you know, stir. Like we, you know, I think you, in part you must mean like if you, anything you think you know like so perfectly. Guess what? There's more. There's more. There's always more with God. I never heard anyone else say it, but God said, "There's always more with God." You know, there's always more. There's more dimensions to understand the, you know, that Jesus Christ crucified from the foundations of the world. He was crucified for us, and we would get repentant. You know, we. we it's what saves. I mean, it's what our faith is. He was risen, but it says, what, I mean, that's, that just, to me, that, you know, maybe I'm different than some people, I'm like, wow, what is that, 
that's it's a deep story, right? And um, I'm not, I can't reveal it, you know? I can't reveal it all, but it keeps me, like, so interested and excited and, like, wanting to, realizing you can never, you know, know. And if, you know, I, I actually kind of, I, um, I have a kind of a meter to where it's like if anything just becomes so like so set in stone other than you know the things that need to be set in stone Jesus Christ Jesus Christ crucified you know for our you know for our sins and you know things that are like so you know there are things that we know you know right and even knowing them in part like save us right but there's just there's just more you know there's like there's um, as you read the bible you know if you you know Sometimes you come across things you just need to like, okay, I just don't understand that. But one day, one day maybe I will, you know? Or like we see, or just to realize I might understand this in part, you know? Maybe it's okay to throw out a list a little. I'm trying to see if, you know, like, example to me is like, uh, well, you know, Paul says things like, I speak concerning Christ in the church, a woman, a man, a woman. He said, "This is a great mystery." I speak concerning Christ and the church. So there's things in in all that relationship, and then and then the the head covering, you know, right? No matter what you know, what people practice, what they believe. To me, I mean, it's it, okay on the on the surface level. Hey, let's just just you know, obedience. I'm going to do this. What you know, I'm going. And there's a order of submission unto God's order, you know, and you know, the man is to be. You know, the head of the woman, but there's there's actually the whole thing is that you know he says, woman have head on power in her head because of the angels, right? I'm not even going to try, I'm not even delving into it. I haven't really heard all, this, and I'm not trying to gender question. I'm just trying to stir up like, hey, it's beautiful things, you know. And that's not what I was, it wasn't even what I was thinking about talking about, but that um, that's where like those are the things we really should be like, or at least someone should be, you know, trying to. Um, Get to you know, get to some of the deep things, right? I won't I won't go too deep because um, I get out of my realm. <laughs> but I feel I'm comfortable there. Let's say I'm comfortable there. I like I sometimes I feel like I'd be get, you know we're on a big boat you know and I'll get on the little boat and go out you know with the anchor Jesus anchor you know and just kind of I'm all right going out here rowing exploring a little bit because I know because I'm anchored to Jesus Christ you know I'm not going off into anything else going anywhere else than Him. I'm into the, in the Bible, and the Bible is deep and broad and wide, the Word of God. Okay. So again, if anyone, if we think we know anything as we, we don't really know it yet as we ought to, it's encouragement. Paul's saying that. Like, hey, we can always know things better, deeper, you know, and just keep, and it keeps us humble too, you know, to not think we're the authority on this or that, you know. Okay. Um, And um, to tie that, the whole idea of, um, you know, the having a treasure inside of us, right? Um, and to the next thing I want to talk about, which was um, the lo- love, which is um, teaches us to love our neighbor as ourself. And then we go into something else that, love our neighbor as ourself. Like, I don't, we don't, I'm sure people, have, you know, speak about that. But I know something I need to, I need to learn more apart loving your neighbor, but it starts with loving yourself. Like, you know, we know all about, like, you know, the bad way of, you know, like, um, vanity of loving yourself or loving yourself more than others. But, like, 
the love that the love that God loves you that it would take enough time it's not just a luxury but it's like it's like a, um it's like a um showing love to ourselves because God wants us to and invites us to and wants us to um, spend time with him in the way that he can um, minister the things that are inside, you know, that he's put inside of us, but that they can come out, you know, that they can come out and that we can, um, you know, um, take care of ourselves in the way that God would want us to take care of ourselves. You know, there's things we don't. Sometimes we do things that are, I mean, harmful to ourselves. You know, and we continue in them. And it's because we're like not loving ourselves enough. You know, there could even be a realm like where people can actually hate some things about themselves. But I'm not, that was one of the things. I'm not gonna get in like psychology, but there's something. You know, we are deep in there, but we need to like um, hear that word to love yourself the way that God, the way that God loves us, and so we can better know how to love our neighbors. Um. And I think that, I mean, what's the, you know, the thing that God's been just telling me is that you need to spend more time um, getting rooted and grounded in who, who we are in Jesus Christ and how much, how much he loves us. And that out of there, we'll be better able to love our neighbors, right? And that... Um, he wants, I mean, I think trials and tribulations are part of this world necessary, necessary with this fallen world, but, and, but they're used for our good to help us, but ultimately God really, you know, then result is God wants us to have pe- be a deep peace, he'd like us to be whole, he'd like us to be, you know, um, no, I'm I might, I'll get in, I don't know, actually, you know, I'm just like, um, I know you said we need to love ourselves before we can truly love our neighbors, right? Um, and that, that would go into, um, let's go into Corinthians, First uh, Corinthians 13. Which we're so familiar with, right? We read it all the time. I had written down, you know, like back to the other thing I was saying about, um, you know, God's words being, you know, having depth to it. That, you know, Paul said the letter kills, but the spirit gives life, right? We can get, sometimes I, I've been like that, you know, we can get so into, locked into a specific interpretation that we could, you know, like be um, quenching the, really the life of the spirit in our life or in someone else's. But um, this is this is um, become really important. Okay, verse five. I like I read the King James Bible, and I really like the King James Bible for lots of reasons. But um, I also read other other Bibles um, interpretations and things because just that very thing. You know, you can. Don't want to get too locked into just seeing one one interpret you know one way it was interpreted or, or translated. Um, so mine says, um, "Love does not think evil." Right? A bunch of other Bibles say, "Keeps no record of wrong." That went. That was like I needed that. I needed to, and it was only recently. 
you know, I knew that that is actually probably the more, that's actually, it can very well be interpreted like that, because think no evil, and this is going into loving um, your neighbor, but, um, and then my extent, and then beyond that, love, how about loving neighbors that are hard to love or that hate you, right? That have actually, you know, like really, you know, I've had a person not too long ago tell me they wanted to jump over the fence and beat the Jesus out of me, right? And you, we know, we know who would say something like that, enemy, right? For real, like, um, and it's been very hard. It's been hard, like, I, with my family, and it's like, pray for them, like, I have to be honest, like, God, um, all that lives within you live peaceably with all men. So for me, that's been like, you stay over there, I'll stay over here, you know, and I'll, it's all that's in to me. I'm not going, I'm not angry at you, I'm not going after you, I'm not, I, I, I bless you, I want you, you know, I, I do, but it's so hard to get the, the think no evil, it's like, okay, okay, think no evil, okay, I'm not, it's so hard to get those things out of your head, but then when it comes in, it says, has no record of wrong, right? Like not, like, ask God to erase the memories, erase the memories, it's still lodged in there somewhere, but I just, I'm, I'm trying to get is, I think this is how God is, I believe this is how God is. Right? I believe this is how God is. And this could be help us, help me. And that's what I'm kind of, I'm not preaching you guys now when we're talking to myself. And uh, I, ho- I really actually hope, maybe when we the prayer, um, I would like help with that. I would like help with this specific situation, this specific, and maybe all, if someone else has a specific situation, maybe not as extreme, but to deal with um, in this way. I'm, uh, let's see. It says, so um, love does not behave itself unseemly, not seeking their own, not easily provoked. We can get to that point, you know. Not easily provoked. You can get provoked, you know, maybe by God, you know, it's, it's getting, hopefully it's getting a little harder. <laughs> but um, to think no evil, to bear no record of wrong, right? Okay. And then to go on and um, rejoice not iniquity, but rejoice in the truth. Bears all things, Believes all things. So I've always, you know, think no evil. I was saying, okay, I'm not going to think evil of this person, but man, it's just hard to get, it's just it's so hard to get that out of my head, right? But now I see a God says, try to do that. Do that, like, don't hold the record of the wrong, right? Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things, okay? We're told, like, we have not, you know, um, don't get weary. Look unto Jesus, author and finisher of our faith, that we don't, who endured all he endured, right? The contradiction of sinning sinners against him because we haven't gone that far, right? So we're supposed to, you know, like that's how far, I guess, endurance would go, right? And to be able to say, forgive them, to be able to look at them and know that you forgive them, but also that they can change, you know, that they can change. And, and do your best to, not just your best, like ask God to have, have his vision um, towards that person, okay? Okay, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump into a neat little, to me it's very neat. I know it's going to be neat to some of you, kind of, um, to hopefully some of you. Have anyone ever heard of um, a book or, or seen, any, uh, seen anything about um, experiments they've done with water and water having a memory, being affected by sound vibrations, um, anything like that? Okay. Okay. Um, so a friend of mine uh, t- 
told me this years ago, and um, and they did it. They actually did they they duplicated the experiments in his um, in the college class. So I know you know I know him and believe him. So I like to have things um, you know before I repeat them, like to be you know verified, right? But um, there's books on it, and there's been some experiments um, recorded, and but uh, they've taken water molecules, you know, um, just water, right, and um, a cup of water or whatever, right, and um, speak to the water, right? Things like, I know, please, it's, I don't, it's not just woo-woo something or other. It's not, okay? It, it's, it's not. God is way ahead. God is way ahead of things of science. You know what I mean? And right, and science, a lot of things, there's a lot of things called science that are not, you know, not it's contrary to the word. But um, anyway, and like love, bless you, blessings, and, and with intention, you know, that's putting forth something that the water was affected by. They froze the water molecules, and there'd be these really beautiful crystals, right? They would do, um, do something the negative, obviously, and just play like, like really like hard, like heavy metal music to it, right? That's one thing, or speak to it. Or even they could take a piece of paper that says, hate, you're ugly. Put it, do it, or just even take the paper with the intention of the energy. It's weird, I know. Right, and the, and freeze the water molecules, and they're deformed. Isn't that crazy? It's so neat, though. It's awesome, right? My mind goes to like, okay, well, wow. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Do you know the body? We're seventy percent water. I'm not going to try to get me going too weird, but but like, no, life and death are in the power of the tongue, right? And you know, a, a cruel man troubles his own flesh, right? Um, but, you know, the merciful is, does good to their own soul. That there's a, um, we have, it's very important. And we, ha- we have this, we have this in us, right? We have, this is what God does. God says, um, Romans 4, 17, and this is, I'm talking about the faith of Abraham, right? It's like, this is your faith. This is what we're supposed to do, right? Right? God calls those things that are not as though they are, Right? In another place, it says the opposite. He calls those things that are not, those that are, as though they're not. Right? In 1 Corinthians 1, 2, 17. You say, well, that's what God does. Well, Ephesians 5, 1 says we're to be imitators of God. And that shouldn't be hard to, you know, convince us, right? We're supposed to be imitate Christ. Right? We're supposed to think, that's why he taught us things he taught. And so that's how, that's how God is, you know? We are to have and I'm not saying like we just say, you know, like I'm thinking a little bit. We're not here to say, you know, we declare something and, you know, because sometimes that can be foolish. Because sometimes, you know, if you're if you're presenting something like that and you're, the person thinks or whatever the thinks it's going to happen right away, like a miraculous thing, then you might not glorify God, you know. But we could take we take a stand. We take a stand by believing the best, hoping the best, you know, and sending forth um, that love, right? That has an effect. That's what I'm getting at, right? That has an effect, right? And it's not just, it's your words. It's more than your words. It's your, it's your who you are, right? Because you said out of your, you know, innermost parts of your belly flows rivers of living water, right? And that's the spirit, right? But it intentionally uses, his, you know, these this terminology is really neat, you know. I'm not trying to connect that with the water, but like, out of us is flowing, right? 
this flowing, um, I don't know what else to say, spirit, I mean, rivers, like, you know, it's almost like energies of God, you know, and it's love, you know, it should be peace, you know, and we can direct it. We can. I mean, why else, you know, we have, you know, we do, we can. We direct, our, you know, use your thought with your, who you are. And so I guess the point um, is to um, be very, very conscious of that, right? And towards any situ- towards the situation where, you know, we're, that needs love, towards the situation that needs love, whether direct, you know, that needs love, um, you that to know that you have that God-given, right? The God-given authority and the actual expectation to to follow Him, to do that, to direct that, and um, it's a real thing. Um, let's see. The other night, Friday night, I was home my, by myself, and my dog was. Um, she's just going in and out. She gets goes at one back door. She, you know, our life is like we spend a lot of time uh, ministering to our talk. <laughs> Seems like <laughs> it wasn't planned like that. You know, it was planned to be outside the dogs be outside. You know, when you get a dog, it's just stay outside. But she was so little, and my family, it just it just happened, right? And so, but she'll go like she comes up the door. She really knocks, wants to go out. Comes back, knocks, wants to go in. She was going back to the outside and running along the fence, you know, and then coming inside to get closer. And she was like, it took a little while for me to um, see what, you know, what's going on? You're going back and forth, back and forth. She was trying to get to this part of, you know, our yard, right? And so um, I could see she really wanted out front, which was kind of odd at that time, you know, and she just really wanted out front. I don't know, I haven't told you that. I don't know if I was hearing this. And so, um, so I walked out with her with this nice night, and so I just thought, I'm, I'm just going to come out here and sit with her. And then she finally settled, she just settled down right there. And then next thing I know, it probably had been going on. I was inside, so I didn't hear anything. A burst of, um, burst of anger, and, um, and uh, these terrible, you know, terrible scenario coming from neighbors. We don't know, I know their name, but, um, and none of you all know, so, but the, um, you know, the, the dad yelling, it had to be this way, the dad yelling at the son, the son yelling at the dad, and then the dad, the last thing the dad said was, fine, run, and never come back. And it was like, oh, you know, and it was so loud, it was so, oh. Um, and, um, I just, I, I got down and just started praying, you know, um, and, and doing what I'm doing. What I'm talking about, you know, seeking to direct love, you know, to that situation. Just to, you know, God, what can I do? I just, the Spirit was leading me to that. Just, just pray for them. Some words, but then just like just, just with, you know, as much as I could within me. Just God, just change that, please, you know, because that's pretty. Right? I'm sure that, you know, I don't know how it sounded real serious. And um, I can't claim, I don't claim anything except a little short time later, you know, I could hear him come back and there was um, quieter conversation, you know. I'm going to keep praying for them. So I'm not like, you know, but I don't know, you know. I really don't. I'm not serious to say, oh, I, you know, right? That, but, but 
I mean, we would we'd be unbelievers if we didn't think that prayer, you know, like prayer might have changed the situation. Do you know what I mean? I'm just talking about, a, I'm adding, trying to add a dimension to it, you know, that um, that would be a practical example, you know, that would be just a practical example, right? That we um, have the, I think we have the responsibility and the, um, you know, as the, um, as Christians, right, in this earth, peacemakers and you know, love and all that to, to, um, to try to bring, and uh, that was really, that was really burdensome because I was like, oh man, what if that was, you know, imagine, you know, that was my child, you know, that was just it was heartbreaking, and um, um, I think I'll just end with, um, did I write down favorite verse of mine. It's kind of how I started um, my meditation. What I would share was just writing down some favorite verses. And this was actually the first one that came to my mind. And it's a nice encouragement for us. Proverbs 22.11. And this is from the King James. He that loves pureness of heart, for the grace of his lips, the king will be his friend. So loving, um, pureness of heart helps, puts in this place to see God, you know, to see God at work, see God at work in the small things and the big things, see God in the brother, you know, see God in the sister, to see God um, in your own life. So we need to seek God for that, and then it'll come out in the grace of our lips, you know. What's it, um, the Proverbs 31, it's the, in, the, in our lips is the law of kindness, right? That should be for us men too, you know. This should be for us men. And it causes Jesus Christ to want to be our friend, right? He said, if you do you know, things I tell you, command you, you're my friends, not just servants, but this is, all, this is another thing in there, you know, where we're just, um, and I think I just go do it, believing all things, hoping all things, enduring all things, you know, call, again, calling um, things that are not as though they are. Like Jesus did not, uh, it says he didn't judge, he would not judge by the sight of his eyes or the hearing of his ears, you know? Someone might come along and say, oh, do you know that person or whatever? The situation's hopeless. She's dead. Don't help her. Well, you know, Jesus didn't let, you know what I mean? He, he would see, I'm not, again, that's pretty big. That's a pretty big thing. But whatever the little, the, the things that we are in our, according to the measure of our faith, you know, to, um, we have that ability. Like, I thank God. Thank God because, thank God. Because I know there's a part of that with me and with you, that God he looks at me. We hear this, you know, a lot of people just dismiss it like, oh, he doesn't look up. He, he looks at you and he sees the finished product of Jesus. I believe that's true. I believe that's true. Because if not, he would have a hard time relating with some of us sometimes. You know what I mean? Because we can be so carnal and other than him. But God, we can see a situation in our, you know, in our children or whatever. We can see it like it is. We can say, it's not going to be like, it's not, it's not. That's not, this is temporary, right? Am I stretching anyone a little bit? I'm not, I mean, I, it, is, it, is a, it is kind of a stretch, it, some of these things, but it's real. And it's like calling those things they're not as though they are, a situation that's not right. Well, keep, keep believing in faith and keep doing what you can and keep encouraging, speaking life into that because sometimes you don't know who's going to, right? If we're not going to, who is going to, you know? And don't give up. Bear with all things, believe all things, and keep enduring, right? 
not just for ourselves, but for another person that maybe needs you to. Um, I think that's all I got. Thanks. Thank you, brother, for sharing that word. Uh, very blessed with that. And I guess the one example I had thought about is being filled with the spirit or with like a love. And one example that I ha heard recently is like you have like a pitcher or container and uh, the professor had his class up there and all, and he had it filled up with rock. And they're like, is this full? And they're like, yeah. So it starts dumping in sand, you know, because you got all these little crevices and like you fill it up with sand and you're like, is it full? Then you start pouring in water and then like, is it full? And it, and it just kind of hit me as when you're referring about the, uh, the treasure chest, so many times we don't understand the treasure that God has truly given us and what we have in us. And I just... Uh, Anyway, I just thought I'd share that. Um, but maybe Phil, should we do the anointing now? Uh, so anyway, uh, just thank you so much again for sharing. And uh, I think at this time, we're going to proceed with the anointing. And then after that, we'll have the uh, communion. Yeah, I uh, say thank you, Christopher, for sharing some of those profound but simple truths. Of the word of God. Um, we're just going to take a time together as a church to obey the word of the Lord. And I, I've been um, sharing with Angel and Deanna. And we've been praying for especially Deanna's health. And this is something I want to encourage each one of us. It is my heart. Uh, and I think it's the heart of the Lord to see that within our church body and within our own lives that this is done regularly. This obedient act of faith that we practice with each other just like we do going to the medicine cabinet and getting a Tylenol. Uh, that when one is struggling, we pray and we anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. I want to read it to you in James 5 verse 13. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. If you haven't sang psalms lately, you should try it. Really powerful. Uh, we have a good friend who years ago uh, led us as a church through the psalms, singing the psalms. You know, every psalm has been put to a tune. And uh, you, should, you should look into that. It's so powerful. The Word of God says, let him sing psalms. Is anyone sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him or her, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. And I explained to Deanna, this word save is, is, the, is the root word of salvation. It doesn't mean that Jesus is 
going to heal her physical body exactly what she's requesting. The promise is that the Lord will honor this act of faith and save her soul. It becomes an act where her salvation, the salvation of her soul is perfected. The relationship with Jesus goes deeper. He honors this act of faith. And the Lord will raise him up. And again, if you look into that deeper meaning is the Lord will raise up your inner man, will strengthen your inner man. Paul says, though our outward man is decaying, our inner man is being renewed day by day. That's the promise. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. You see, the focus is on the inner man, the health the inner man. Like John said in Second John, he said to Gaius, I wish that your body was prospering like your inner man is. And so that's our prayer, that the Lord will heal her physically because the Lord Jesus is able to do that. He's a divine healer. But the promise is her inner man will experience more of the Lord's great salvation. That's the faith we come to and pray. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. So let's pray together, uh, Dave and um, uh, Carrie, would you come over here? And everyone, anyone else who wants to come up and kind of gather around Deanna, maybe especially some of you ladies. I'm going to put your coffee cup over here so we don't kick it. Deanna is requesting prayer. You know, she's been struggling with her health. Um, do you want to say anything, Deanna? I have MS, and I'm really tired of it. It's ruining my life, you know. It's eating me. Amen. So let's pray together. Anyone who wants to pray, just go ahead. Dear Lord, thank you for your love and mercy. Thank you, Lord, that... You are a God, and there's nothing too hard for you. Amen. <clears throat> and I just pray for Deanna and Angel, Lord. They're a part of this body, Lord. And, and if one of the bodies suffers, we all suffer. Yes, we do. So I just pray, Lord, you would uh, touch her life, heal her body. But most of all, like Phil said, Lord, draw the inner man to you, Lord, which is... is uh, or you work through a heart or mind. Amen, Lord. And, Lord, uh, that relationship that you want to restore in each one of us. Amen. And only you can, Lord. So we just ask you that you would touch her and help her in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, I thank you for my dear sister and friend. Father, I just pray that you would strengthen Deanna today, that you would heal her. Father, I pray in your name that you would heal her. We know that she has so many talents and so many gifts. And Father, you have many hidden things uh, that she is 
uh, capable or was capable of doing. But, Father, I just pray that you would also strengthen her inner soul today, that she would realize that she is loved, even though she is going through this hard time in her life, that um, you are able to open up other doors, Lord, that um, that you can give her a purpose in life. Yes, in prayer, Father, she could pray every day, and I know she does. She prays for people. She's learned to be a prayer warrior, Father, and I thank you that you have given her this gift. But I pray that you would also heal her so that she could physically do things, Lord, and that she could be encouraged, Lord, today and realize that you love her and you are her Savior and her yes, Father. Lord and Jesus. You do not bring more than what she's able to bear as long as she's anchored in you, Father. And I know that uh, it's been a trial for her to accept this diagnosis, but, Lord, we know that you can heal her. And I just beg that you would heal her today, Lord, that you would take away this MS yes, and that you would just heal her, Father, that her and her husband could continue to... Um, Encourage one another in the word. Father, thank you for uh, Angel and the husband that he is to her. I know she loves him very much. And I thank you for their example in their marriage as they walk through this together. And how they cry out to you every day for their strength and their grace. Father, thank you for this opportunity today that we could pray for Brianna. Our Heavenly Father, we, as a congregation, come before you very humbly to ask you that you uh, touch Deanna and help her, give her relief from this disease that she is really struggling with and yes. is having problems with. We pray to you, please, Father, in Jesus' name, give her some relief. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much, Lord, that you are the great healer. And, Lord, that when we are here to ask of you, you are here to listen. And, Lord, you desire to give us good gifts. You desire to, as any father does, to treat your children well. And, Lord, I just know that you love Deanna. And, Lord, I just pray that for her healing. And, Lord, that you would be able to make her capable of doing the things she would love to do. But, Lord, above all, I pray that she would be strengthened in her inner man, Lord, and that she would be lifted up with you in high places in many in through her prayer life and her scripture readings, Lord. I just pray that she would be strengthened in you and know that whatever you bring her way, that you are faithful to give her the strength and the grace to go through each and every day. And, Lord, I just pray that um, if not against your will, Lord, but we pray, Lord, in the power and in the name of Jesus Christ that you would heal her and make her whole. And, Lord, I just pray and that she would have the faith, Lord, to go forward knowing that someday she will be complete in you. If she is faithful unto that day, Lord, that someday we will stand before you completely whole with no pain, no suffering before a wonderful and loving Heavenly Father. And, Lord, I just pray that for Deanna this morning.
Heavenly Father, I um, want to lift up our sister Deanne to you. And Lord, um, your physical hands aren't here on earth anymore, but our hands are. And through us, I just pray that you would, through us, Lord, um, through our hands and through the anointing of oil, God, that you would please heal Deanne, touch her blood, uh, renew her cells, uh, clean her out, Lord. Just take this sickness away as only you can do, Lord, because we have no power in us. So I pray your power and your strength through us would um, reach into the very depths of her body and make her whole, Lord. And and in the meantime, Father, just encourage Deanne. um, Help her to feel your love and um, just to not be discouraged by this, but to rise above it with eagle's wings and soar and um, in your glory and in your grace, Father, because we all need that. Just um, pray this for our dear sister. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Lord, we just come before you, the humble hearts. Lord, we just want to to lift up our, our sister to you, Father. Lord, you're the healer. Uh, of all men Lord I just pray in the name of Jesus that you would touch and heal her body and Lord like it's been shared Lord reach down into her inner man Lord I just uh, just pray that you would uh, um, remove this disease and Lord I just pray that you would give her the strength and the courage and um, be with angel as well Lord He's by her side, Lord, just continue to to guide and direct them, Lord, and always to uh, to look to you. Thank you for their example and their marriage and, and the blessing that they are to us. But Lord, I just uh, want to lift um, our sister up to you, Father, and Lord, we just trust in you and believe in you that you will heal her body. And thank you for your blessing. Lord, I ask that you uh, take Dion in your arms and show her the grace that you've shown me recently. She's as deserving as anybody. And we know you can do it. Thank you. Amen. Our sister Deanna, we anoint you with oil. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, be healed. May the Lord strengthen you and encourage you in his word and by his Holy Spirit and raise up your inner man with his strength, with his power, and his anointing. In Jesus' name, amen. As we're about to partake of communion here in the uh, the bread and of the juice, just wanted to uh, read First um, Corinthians eleven, uh, starting verse twenty three. Twenty 
23 to 29, I think it is. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, for which is a... This is my body, which is for you. Do this in the remembrance of me. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For often as ye eat this bread and drink the cup, ye proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Therefore, whoever eats the bread of eats the bread or drinks a cup of the Lord is in an, in an unworthy way shall be guilty of the blood and guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But a person must examine himself and in so doing he is to eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For the one who drinks and eats eats and drinks eats and drinks judgment to himself if he does does not properly recognize the body. We just want to invite for those, if you have um, a, the relationship with God, if you've invited Christ into your life, we welcome um, as we uh, take communion here. Um, just, I think everybody here is pretty familiar. The way we've done is take up the bread over there and then uh, the cup as well. Um, but why don't we just bow our heads for prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. For your son Jesus that is willing to die on the cross. Not only for my sins but for the whole world. Lord I just thank you that you're willing to to suffer there on that cross. For for the redemption of sins. And Father as we partake of the bread. Lord help us to always remember um, what you've done for us. So Lord we just um, thank you and bless you that we have the example that you set before us, and, Lord, that we can be um, be this example that you've uh, taught us to be. And, Lord, just thank you for your faithfulness. Amen. So, yeah, I guess you seniors, those of you who aren't able to, uh, we're happy to as, uh, 